Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host, Friendly Rich, and on the podcast today, episode 93, a chat with Tom Uhas and Joan Smith of Joan Smith and the Jane Doe's. We, uh, we play some new music and uh, hear from them what they've been up to in quarantine. I uh, just want to thank you all for your kind words of support recently. I know some of you have been in touch via Twitter or Facebook or even email to let us know how much you're digging uh, these episodes. So please continue to do so. You can go to FriendlyRich.com for all the info on the podcast. And in the top right corner, you'll see back episodes, uh, top right corner of my website, FriendlyRich.com. Go back, take a listen to maybe something like episode 76, our chat with the Nihilist Spasm Band. Or episode 33 with Kid Koala. Maybe even go way back to episode 9. A visit to his country house, Mendelssohn Joe. So, um, glad you're enjoying the podcast. Stay in touch. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And, uh, yeah, this is it. Episode 93. A chat with Tom Uhas and Joan Smith of Joan Smith and the Jane Doe's. Enjoy it. sound great yeah, yeah man <laughs> Horace are you wearing lavalier don't say you're wearing lavalier microphones no 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 no. we've got these just in ears earbuds oh wow wow yeah welcome to industry tactics industry yes. tactics okay yeah, this is uh this is pretty huge this is, we're almost at a, a hundred episodes there yeah yeah we're climbing real high like I'm, a, I'm almost doing an episode a day these days. I don't know what's going on with my. Uh, <laughs> something's going on with. Um, are you finding COVID uh, to be uh, good or or weird for your creative uh, spurts? Creative, t- well, actual creativity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me personally, the creativity part is difficult. Yeah. Yeah. For that- Part is easier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I suppose we haven't really created. I've written like two songs in seven months. Fucking hell! <laughs> Over the span of like three days. So. Well, well, I, but I don't mean I. I mean I don't know what your. Uh, what were you like before all this shit hit? 
Uh, I Did mean, you I do had like one a month or one a, one every two weeks. What were you doing? No, I mean, I, I hadn't been very productive writing wise for a long time either. But I thought if I had a lot of time, that it would be easy. To oh, that's classy. Yes. Yeah. You got to get those stretches Work is in. hard. Sharing my, my pit stains with you. So so say it again. Say it again. How how often were you? Uh, I got distracted by my own sweat. Um, I I probably hadn't written a full song in in a couple of years. So it's not like it really affect. If anything, the fact that I've written two songs in seven months is good. But once yeah. I get in a good jag, then I can probably write like eight songs in two yep. weeks. Just. Yeah. Yep, yep. But it's not, it's, it hasn't been a gift of me. No. Well, there's, there's just so much to think about as well. Like when yeah. we started doing, the, doing this project, we both had a bunch of stuff to work on. And then yeah. as we were working on it, if we got someone in the studio, then we would just kind of rush to get whatever else we could throw at them to get more things down and some of them stick and, and we can build off them. But sometimes, I don't know, sometimes you throw some things away, but either way we ended up kind of having more ideas in the last two and some odd years, two, two and two years and a bit. Um, but we didn't have enough time to actually work on any of it. So yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of time to release things and also very creative video making wise. Just Holy shit. Yeah. So, okay. Well, <laughs> hang on. We barely got into it. We're into it. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Jane yeah. and Tom. We have Jane, Joan, Joan and Jane and Tom. <laughs> Here we go. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Jo what is the name of the outfit? You guys call yourselves Jane Joan Smith. Joan Smith. I'll and stop. the Jane Doe's. Oh, see, that's what's <laughs> fucking me up. Okay, yeah. so Jane Smith and the Joan Dees. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, okay. Our good Ian Try it again. Try it again. I'm I'm peeking here, but I'm finding it hard to. Okay, I'll, I'm fine. So, am I too hot on your end? Am I coming in real hot? No? You're you're okay, coming exactly. in nice and toasty, perfectly good. Okay, Clara. Um, listen, sorry, Joan Smith and the Jane Doe's. Did I get it? Just nailed it. Mm -hmm. That takes some practice, but that's that's a great name. Okay, and and how long have you got? And and Tom Yuhash, yeah, the two of you. How long have you been doing this project? Uh, I guess we released our first thing in May of two thousand eighteen. Yeah, so, so not not too long in the in the grand scheme, eh? No. And no. and um. And you're a couple. That's exciting. So I don't know what that's like. How does that work? So so you sit down, you're watching Netflix, and you say, you know, that would be a great name. For, that would be a great. Uh, uh, that would be a great idea for a song. Let's let's go write. <laughs> I guess no, no. Exactly. Scenario two. Scenario two. You're walking the dog. Uh -huh takes a massive shit and eats and gets sprayed by a skunk. You go then we say, let's take a video and send it to Rich. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. That was nice, gross. nice logs are nice logs, man. Yeah, you... that, your dog's laying some wet ones. Yeah. <laughs> She's mostly doing well, but sometimes. Yeah, that, that did no. not look healthy, what I saw. She ate an entire sponge. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. that, 
That was a hurl versus a log, though. Yeah, less log, more. Yeah, you see, yeah. That can be that can count for inspiration too, though. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of getting expert on that shit, though. Like, pardon the pun. Yeah, literally on that shit. I can I can analyze. I'm actually starting to trace the dogs in my neighborhood from their logs. Some oh, of them okay. are like really perfectly round, beautiful biscuits, like my favorite shade of brown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway. She does really good at putting like two logs side by each. Like fascinating. Yeah. What's your dog's name, guys? Janine. Janine Scaruffalo. Oh yeah, great, great, great name. So, um, so, so, have you been? Uh, and I don't usually in, in, interview um, couples. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird. So we'll bounce between the, the. You're 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 one. You're one here. It's I'm, the you're unit. unit, right? You're a unit. So. Um, I, go ahead. I was going to answer your question from before with like writing some with writing. We kind of, I don't know. There's a whole thing that happens in the music business where mm-hmm. or music industry. So per, perhaps someone else's tactic would be to get in a writing room yeah. and people just yeah. throw little fragments of ideas at each other. Mm-hmm. We're not like that. We, uh, we pretty much have an entire song done and won't even show it to the other person for a second until. Yeah. By we, we he means himself Him. or myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. the writing, the writing tends so kind to of one way and it's kind of, and it's kind of done. It starts in solitude and then you bring it to the other person. Is that Yeah. yeah. much like yeah. you would much like you would someone who, like much like I would with a stranger who I'm not, uh, you know, a partner with. Yeah, right. totally. It, it, so it works the same way. It yes. does work quite similarly. Yeah. And and uh, it's so great. I just love the fact, I mean, you're not the, the first, uh, in fact, the only other couple I've uh, interviewed that do make music together, Michael Herring and uh, Rebecca Hennessy. Oh, yes. right. When it works, it works. And you guys clearly have something special going on here. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, in between all the writing, like there's so many other things to work on and do and, you know, travel okay. and play gigs. And, oh, it's so beautiful. Are you, now you're not only playing, you are, you're not only playing in this, in this, in this, this is your focal point, but you're both, doing many other things, right? With and yeah. without each other. Indeed. That's fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Quite fair. Okay. But this is this is the main event right now, right? This is, oh yeah, there, certainly during COVID times. Yeah. Like both do things for work. Yeah. And to make money and enjoy ourselves. We do a lot of cover band stuff and yeah. work for artists. But this is certainly where heart and soul lies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. I'm very excited about it. And so, so wh- how did you guys get to, to meet each other and start making music together? On a gig. <laughs> but oh. of course, it was okay. a mercenaries gig at the Dakota Tavern. Like, so you're brought together by the mercenaries. Fantastic. Yeah. Ian Good Times, we have him to thank for our entire relationship, I suppose. Oh, wow. He's to blame, eh? Yeah, he's to play. <laughs> great. That's great. And, and you, and you, uh, shout out to Ian. Good times. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming after you. You got, We have to talk to Ian about industry. Oh, I, I think yeah, you've got a thousand on just lasers alone. We could do like just a, a focus. <laughs> Listen, w- w- you bought a house together. 
We did. We did indeed in Peterborough. How there. exciting. So you, and you've been living there for, I remember the last time we spoke together, you, you were talking about buying this place. Yeah. And then we oh, did I, it. Like, I can't look at that. That's my sweaty pit. So, so you, uh, and, and, and congratulations on your new home. That's where I'm finding you tonight. Yes. Right. In our basement. What's it like? What's it like to have this home and, and, uh, and be working out of it in the middle of a, a pandemic. So you have a lot of home time. Smart move guys. Smart move. What you did. <laughs> we have, It's a very large house. So we're very fortunate about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot of space around us. We go for a lot of hikes and Tom has right. whole room set up down here and there's more space upstairs. Yeah. I mean, in Toronto, we were in a one bedroom. Yeah. Like first floor of a, of a house and okay. uh, great neighborhood, yep. but it would, it would have been a lot harder to enjoy right now. Yeah. Uh, yep. But yeah, I mean, we love Toronto. We're back there almost every week. to see friends or family and um Mm -hmm. but it is you know we had to rent a separate space that was a shared space to make any music and and like when you're setting up for the day and tearing down as soon as you're done it doesn't leave a whole lot of space for inspiration Mm -hmm. um so it's a whole lot nicer to be here and be able to go outside and leave stuff set up for a few days yeah and just come downstairs and press record when it's ready to go. And we oh, can that's great. So you've got some a, live streams and yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we're going to talk about that because I, I really admired like most live streams. I'm, I'm like, you know, it, it, you're kind of fatigued in a lot of ways by, by the <laughs> options, you know, but I really enjoyed what you, what, what I saw of, of yours because um, there was just something different about it. It seemed, it almost seemed, uh, yeah, like it almost seemed like a step in the right direction for where it could go. It's like, hey, it doesn't have to suck. You know what? I mean? Yeah, no, and and so it had great sound. I don't. I was. I think I was reaching out to you shortly after, wondering how the fuck you pulled that off because it sounded great. Yeah, like I think uh, my Horace brain kicked in there. Yeah, less Horace and more more. Uh, We've got a friend that uh, has helped us with all our recordings. His name's Andre Wall, okay. and um, he's he's uh, kind of told us how to go about the production along the way, and then mixes the records afterwards. Okay, um, so you've been picking up along the way and 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 gaining those chops without the Harris. Yeah, uh, yeah without the Harris, you know. Uh, like what what do they call that? Tuition, the fourteen. So you didn't pay fourteen thousand dollars for the for the knowledge. No, I just okay. pay for mixes and get a whole lot of. Yeah, that's a uh, way, way smarter industry tactic. So if you really want to learn um, how to produce music, don't pay money to a school to uh, <laughs> you how to do it and I'm, come up with nothing except for debt. Pay yeah. someone to record your original music and open your ears while you're making it and pay attention to what they're doing. Not that it's um that easy, but... Um, if you find the right person, yeah, on Amen. the right guy. Yeah, he's Amen. a great teacher and he's, he's willing to, he, That's he amazing. excited about, you know, talking about sound engineering and all this stuff. But yeah, so a friend of ours lent us, well, needed a place to store the Soundcraft board. It's like a yeah. 16 channel 400B. And uh, 
has got 16 channels, which is more than we'd need for a live stream with two people. So I just, you're micing do all the mixing there and then send a stereo feed to the, to the computer, to the, to the universe, to the universe. That's right. So so can we hear, um, I want to play this track pull. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, by Joan Smith and the Jane Doe's, I got to practice that. (laughs) And, um, you're doing great. Where, where'd you produce that? That was the drums were done. That that was the Iguana sessions, right? Yeah, Glenn Milchin recorded the drums at Iguana. Oh, okay, okay. And guitars? Guitars were all done uh, at our old house? Yeah. Here. I think at Wow, I see. I'm yeah. liking the sound of that. Because that, it fucking sounds incredible. Here we go. Let, let's get into pull. We'll talk about pull after. Here it is. Just listen. Don't Don't talk.
this fucking polyp in my mouth, eh? Oh, polyp! I've been chewing on it for about a year and a half. <gasps> oh, and now I can't even um, record shit without it getting in the way of my delivery. Oh, oh Jesus! Man. What do you do? Yeah, I gotta that? get it removed. Ooh. I've been chewing on it like a gumball for <laughs> no! like a year and a half. Uh, Joan, you, you remember when was it? Was it you that was telling me about the? Remember, I had a. You had a lump. I had a lump in my fucking arm, and yeah, yes. it was you, right? Yeah, it yeah. was you. And I told you about my ganglion that I had to. The crush ganglion, and anyway, yeah. the the oh. fucking lump went away, but now I got this oh. this polyp in my mouth. You're just growing lumps and losing lumps. Gro- uh, yeah, guess I guess. Um, anyway, so that was pull. Wow, incredible! I was really struck by those guitar sounds, and I'm really excited by the fact that you got those um in a in a home studio wherever the fuck it was whether it was peterborough or uh toronto is that right can we verify that that was when we were in uh st Clair, and still in toronto yes home studio we did except for what's on there the piano is that oh yeah the piano is recorded at another studio as well yeah yeah well done, guys. Well done. Uh, that's an awesome track, and and yeah, I was really struck by by those guitar tones. Whew. Why? Thank you. What else do you have to say about that tune? Uh, what else is there? Uh, I mean, that was. I also released that under a, a duo band I had before called Muscadaza. So oh, that was, yeah. So it did do with, with uh, Danny Nash. So that oh, was the wow, first great. time that was recorded. And Tom did all the recording for that one as well, just just when he was learning. Okay. So wow, wow. The quality is certainly yeah, yeah, higher up yeah. The sounds, but it's um, like the same song. It's it's existed since probably 2016. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's it's a really beautiful thing you guys got going, and and live it, it works as a. Uh, it it, oh, travel, it travels light, right? Like you could do it as a, as a duo. We mm-hmm. can do it as a duo, which is you're trying to tour and stuff like that when the world comes back to normal. Like is that is that be nice? Absolutely. Yeah, if we yeah. Can. I mean that would be like more like family travel, right? It's yeah. easy. It's it's really yeah. Well, it's John was of... supposed to do one show as a solo. But I've done one... a couple shows as a solo. Okay. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, and then I did have one scheduled during the pandemic, but it got canceled because the case yeah. numbers started going up again. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah. I think I did see that. Um, mm-hmm. So how do you help each other out as artists? Like, I mean, not that you need to be a, a musician to understand the grind or, or what the fuck it is, but... Um, yeah, how do you, how do you and you could both answer this the way you need to, but like how have you seen since you've, you know, become more than just collaborators but but you're kind of like life partners or whatnot, <laughs> whatever the fuck you're going to call yourselves. <laughs> I'm not going to say lovers. Yes. Now since you're oh. lovers, since you've become lovers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but 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 since you are uh okay, co-owners of a house, what are you going to call yourselves? Anyway, you get the idea, partners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um um, should I just keep going? Should I just keep riffing just on what the keep fuck? Keep making you are? more titles. What, what, what do you? What? How do you help each other out? How do you like? Um, how has that been? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you find? I, I I find that interesting. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I think like when before. How has it changed? How has it changed? Kind of your 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 perspective on it. Right before we started working together, like I've wanted to 
I, I guess I had a bunch of songs that I wanted to work on and wanted to do more things as a creator and artist. But for for probably 10 years or more, I have been a side guy mm-hmm. as my main gig. And uh, Joan has certainly pushed me to, to kind of embrace my own personality and my own style and uh, not shy away from it. And um, And then on the flip side, Joan has actually been taking some side guy gigs so i i have been working with her on um you know thinking about some of those finer details about the you know the horace type things or the uh (laughs) or or scales and more fine-tuning guitar stuff because there's not too much i could say about her vocally she's (laughs) and and style and everything else but also we have a, a good a good pairing in terms of um you know, the things that really interest me about music and, and arts projects like this is that yeah. uh, is, is some of the, the craft of it uh, musically, like technically and everything else like that. And, and uh, Joan has a really good idea for web design and visual art yeah. and things like that. So, you know, that's our, fun. Our skill yeah. kind of merge in the middle with, with the, you know, because somewhere in the middle we have a very similar interest in aesthetic and yeah. styles okay. of music. You know, we're constantly going down to Detroit. I've talked to you about this mm-hmm. uh, to see concerts and uh, mm-hmm. we were going to go see Rage. Oh, yeah. We were going to see Rage Against the Machine this summer, but in Detroit. Oh, yeah. but that oh wow. wow, wow. <laughs> Maybe yeah. next summer. Fingers crossed. Right, 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 right. If it's oh, not fascist regime covered in... Right, right, of course, of course. If the militia doesn't take over. Indeed. Yeah, that's right. yeah it yeah. could. Yeah. Much could. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good... Tom was working on his craft in a different way for the years leading up to us meeting than I was. So mm-hmm. we kind of met mm-hmm. at a, an opportune time that we could kind of... Yeah together and well i get that vibe like just through every encounter we've had and and just from seeing your output that you guys are kind of like complementing each other and making each other better which is ultimately like what you know good couples try to do and and it i mean yeah great that you're both kind of doing this and it's just fascinating to me that it is part of the same project too right so like all the output kind of like i'm hearing that too in in what you're doing and and kind of getting excited by that you know cool um yeah great no i mean um where where do we want to go from here where do we want to go from here (laughs) so touring okay i i do want to talk about um yeah the purpose of it all so now that we've been thrown into this uh kind of garbage state this kind of you know (laughs) where 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 music has been I mean, could be like the the most relevant thing in in our in our time right now, right? Like it's I, I feel like we're living through very important times historically, and and you know that's upon us. But like music and and the output and the old world of the way we think of it has kind of been like just tossed aside really quickly, right? Um, so how do you react to that, like in the way that you're doing things, creating, and just I don't know, just in general? Uh, um, yeah, it's a heavy question. Um, 
I mean, in terms of this garbage time, I guess we've taken it as a good opportunity to release a lot of and finish a lot of the material that we had had half done. And we definitely wouldn't have released as much in this time period if it wasn't for that. But, you know, on one hand, we're satisfying the Spotify gods because we're constantly releasing these singles, which that asshole was like, you can't take two years between albums anymore. And and like, I totally think that guy's a big pile of shit. But um, on the other hand, it's like, well, this is the time for us to do it because we're usually we would both be focusing on playing shows, whether together or apart. Mm -hmm. So the only way we can reach people is through the internet. So, and it's totally devalued. Like it's not like it's making money, but I guess the hope on the other side of all this is that we've suddenly built a way bigger pile. Yeah. Yeah. Go forwards with, and I guess our goal going forwards is once we're allowed to play shows again, it's just really doing that with good intention and making our live show better and so so just one thing there joan joan is it it, um is there like an opportunity to kind of reimagine or or connect with a different audience somehow through like Mm. have have you seen any glimmers of like oh yeah that's interesting maybe we should do that or or going in different directions because of it Hmm. Because of the pandemic or just the way? Yeah, just, it- just because of that. Like, for example, that, that, that wonderful live stream that I saw that you guys did and, and like. Oh, the Rage Against the Machine one or another one? Was it Rage? No, I think it was, oh, uh, one of the I think original. It was original stuff. That okay. You were doing. Yeah. And, and I mean, just like in connecting with audiences that way, are you seeing different opportunities or? Uh, certainly have reached a few more people than we would have otherwise, especially some even friends that I haven't seen in real life in years. We've been like, when are you playing? I'm like, Saturday night, midnight. And they'd be like, fuck you. I go to bed at 10. Like suddenly they were happy that we're live streaming at 830 on a Wednesday. I could finally see you. So that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's certainly like a lot more. Uh, appreciation for what we do from yeah you know what I heard about that's that's kind of beautiful to me the and exactly I want to touch on ideas like that because like um you know what I heard about Daniel Cesar Daniel Cesar yes is that he uh I don't know like something like to the effect of like he didn't play a live gig until he was able to sell out the phoenix concert theater or something something wacky like that because he had built up such an online following of what he did and i thought just like man like to all uh, to all of those folks like myself who like need to like feel that like beating your head against the wall and playing for 12 people because you think you're socially distancing like a decade before social distancing, (laughs) right? That the, the, the faithful, the faithful 12, it's like, I don't know, some kind of a thing like you're, you're paying your dues or something playing for a, a, you know, a a half full room or something. Right. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe there are different ways to do this. And like, and this has certainly turned it like it's given a constraint, yet maybe it's provided 
focus or a new way of thinking about how we do it? Like maybe, sure. I don't know. I'm just interested in it. I don't have any of the answers, but um, you know. It is like, I mean, for me personally, even in, like in the past when I would release an album and then I would have an album release show and then one time it would be like the biggest yeah. night the silver dollar has ever had in liquor sales. And then the next one it was like, I could count my five friends and maybe like 20 other people. And then suddenly it would be like, Oh, this whole album is a yep. failure. And right. Right. Even if like it was good and it did pretty well otherwise for other reasons that yeah. show is what I'll always remember and going to like cry in the bathroom afterwards. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I, I, I you know, I love the honesty. I've had a cry in Cherry Cola's bathroom. It's, it's oh, man. Uh, that's, but, rough, that's rough shit, you know? It's like, yeah. but it, it does kind of seem old world to me, you know? Yeah. Like, like, I'm not, I, I, listen, I'm taking it really seriously, the fact that we're in a, a health pandemic and no one knows the answer. And, and, and um, but I also see it as like a bit of an opportunity to like, to, to question kind of the way we were doing things and just right. reimagine it, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it, it almost is more exciting that you're performing out of your own venue in Peterborough and creating your own thing. Like, it, it, you know, you, you suddenly have your own TV station or something. I mean, I know that's kind of not a new thing. I know that since the dawn of like live streaming, it's been there, but I don't know. Uh, it's connection. Just, yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, when we first did one, it, it was like, uh, when we first did a live stream, it was a serious, just like, jolt energy yeah. from us and getting you know the little comments and and people calling us and and saying things it felt awesome and great especially because we had been so depraved of it yeah once but uh but yeah it's like you finish the stream and, and we go upstairs and it's just like all right <laughs> let's put a on. party and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. sorry let me just check this message yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Should we put yeah. a delicio? Let's put a delicio in the oven. Yeah, you know? like exactly. it just feels so fucking. I mean, I mean, and not to mention the lack of reciprocal. Like, yeah, the, the energy is there. There is a gap there, hundred percent. Right. Absolutely. One thing that is super interesting about it, though, is the the dialogue while while you're performing. You don't yes. get everyone's inner thoughts while you're. Uh, playing a song and to it's be able the to equivalent of talking while you're playing it's like <laughs> yeah you would be asking them to all shut the fuck up but it's like you want to know they're alive on the other end so they're all yeah. great job emojis and totally. yeah. it is like way more positive feedback than usually you'd get in real like after a show in real life it's like if it's a really good night maybe like 10 yeah. people will come up and be really effusive or drunk or yeah hit on you or whatever yeah. Yeah. um but in this internet way, it's like, there's so much more positivity yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, oh, is this what people actually say sometimes? We just don't, because not everyone's going to come up to you after a show and tell you yeah. that they liked it. But it seems like live streams, people are way happier to chime in and also just be like, I'm here. That's cool. And just That's show cool. their presence. And I do really appreciate that. It's pretty awesome. Well, speaking of help me out, uh let's play help me out this yeah. is J- J- joan D- J- fuck <laughs> off this is joan smith and the jane does i almost had it i almost had it and help me out
So is Tomage the Jane Dose? Yeah. Yeah, or if there's like a full, because sometimes we have a full band. Where did you get oh. that name? Did you have that name kicking around before all this? Before? Tom suggested it when we were just nice thinking. Nice work. Of, we were thinking of a band name. And it's, it's one of those band names that feels um, familiar, you know, but yet, oh, yet, yet innovative. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, well, done. well done, guys. Well oh, done. Thanks. Well, if I mean the tricky, the the insider scoop is also that I got an Ontario Arts Council grant to do a solo record. Uh-huh. So, and then Tom ended up producing it and playing on it and. Uh-huh. We were like, well, this is this is actually Joan Smith and the something. This isn't just yeah. like oh, my okay. Evolution, so, evolution. Yeah, so that's how how it kind of came out. It's beautiful. I'm I'm glad I asked. Yeah, Tomaj. It was also uh, like a lot of the content you were writing for that record was very feminist. Yeah. So, so thinking of the Jane Doe's more about what the stories are about. Um, you know. And Unidentified where can, yeah. female bodies. Oh, wow. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. Where can people hear that record, uh, Joan? Uh, I guess the easiest link to give is the website, thejonesmith.com, and you can find okay. everything okay. going forward. But yeah. Normalize is the first record. We had okay. uh, a label out of the Netherlands called DHU that uh, offered to press some vinyl. So we oh, had yeah. six copies pressed. Um, How many? How many? 66. 66. Hail Satan. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Great. So when there's a few of those kicking around, you'd have to get in touch with Joan or with okay. Dark Hedonistic Union. Mm-hmm. D-H-U. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Dark. Wow. That sounds, that's scary, man. It is. Europe's got some scary pockets and that sounds like one of them. Totally. Yeah. In, in a very enjoyable way. Is yeah. that the dream to, to get out to, uh, to bring it out to, um, to, where did you say in Europe? The... Well, yeah, they're in the Netherlands. Yeah. So yeah, doing yeah. a European tour would be very yeah. ideal. That would be yeah. a thing, a very, that's a big goal once the pandemic is over. For I'm sure. sure you would connect with, there's probably like a drummer you can find out there or something. Oh, like there some, might be one. Some, you know, some like some lost drummer just who's, who's lost his way. Some shepherd who. Some cajon playing hippie. Y- yes, yes. Some Hungarian cajon playing yeah, hippie. Sandal wearing, yes. Of a cajon. Well, for those of you listening, wondering what the fuck we're talking about, that would be Sly Yuhaj. Uh, I believe episode 14. Go back and listen. That's a, I was thinking about that episode we did with Sly. Which was, that was cl- a very short one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a clever moment. It was a clever was moment. Nah, sorry. Episode one or was it two? No, it was. Uh, it, but it was early. It was pretty early in in the adventures of industry tactics. And Tom is the brother of Sly, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and Sly, we love you. I was thinking about Sly the other. How is Sly doing? Have we heard from Sly? He's in Europe drumming on a cajon. <laughs> yeah, doing a lot of cajon which is awesome questionable no we we question this no we, <laughs> we're worried about you sly we're worried about you <laughs> but yeah i think he's doing pretty well he seems oh, good. to be doing good. a weekly jam right now as well um now that tune help me out got a little bit of traction on hamilton's 97.7 is that right indeed yeah so what were they doing like a battle of the bands or what 
pretty much. It was called a rock search for the best okay. new rock band. Um, right on, right on. Where do we get? Top eight? We were in the top eight. We made it we went from the top sixteen to the top eight. Congratulations. That's exciting. Thank you. But yeah, yeah we got played on commercial radio and usually you gotta pay some right. a lot of money to get on commercial radio. So but that tune sounds like it's really uh it's, it sounds like it it's it's it should be on commercial radio. So how did you how did that tune come to be? Is that is that off of um normalized? No. No, no it's that's, no that's that since pandemic first, first one of the pandemic yeah okay yeah. okay that's what i yeah. thought that's great congratulations mm -hmm. yeah. so all done at made in peterborough no that one was all done back in toronto back in toronto okay okay this was one of the first ones that we started working on together totally actually. this might have been the first okay. song that we wrote together wow really. but uh yeah, I can't remember even when we got those cellos done, but like I recorded Sly in in uh, the Foxley basement. Oh shit! Okay, so this is and, just uh, that's your oh now that's <laughs> exciting to hear. So you're yeah. you're one of those kind of creators. Yeah, I mean, trying not to be is mostly. Uh, well, what's wrong with I, it? Why don't I, you just I'd accept rather, it? I'd rather, uh, <laughs> you know, create something and get it done. I don't know how so much I love getting stuff finished, but like when it takes. Do you think it's a sign of your of your mental uh, capacity? Like your brain is is like like strewn over over the the course of a decade. <laughs> it's fine. I don't. Who gives a shit? I definitely. Uh, I'm trying to obsess less about all the things. Oh, it's obsession that holds it back from. I think uh, it certainly Tom was. has a high level of obsession. Uh, okay. It certainly was, and and okay. I think, uh, starting to you know it's it's easy if you let it be kind of thing you know. Yeah, but, yeah, and yeah, man. We have so many great people that we work with that there's no reason why it shouldn't be. But you know, okay. when you don't know what you're doing and you don't really have a budget. Yeah, um, man, the shit sounds great. The shit sounds great. Fuck, I'm like in awe of like how you put it together. But I, I was not expecting that you were gonna have drum tracks from the Foxley apartment or house. <laughs> well, to be fair, we did redo them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, why don't you get into it, Tom? Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, how many times did we do? How many times did we do? Did we did. Because it wasn't, and it had nothing to do with Sly. It was just that shittily recorded. Yeah, okay. it was the first thing that I did, and it was wow. in that tiny. You remember that basement? Sure, I do. The dryer. Yeah. Did you have the dryer going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we did have that big vent going all the way through the middle of the basement. Big metal vent. Just a quick question: Are you in your basement now? Yes. yes. So, there. do you like? Are they low ceilings? Do you guys have an affinity? You have an affinity to low ceilings. Eh? Yeah. This feels like home. If I'm not smashing my head on something, I'm doing it wrong. Okay, okay, cool. Great, love, great love line. <laughs> great line right there. Great line right there. Um, Including yeah. your own work, right? So you, so you just Absolutely. beat this oh, thing yeah. to dead to death. <laughs> How many years was it? Yeah, Jeez, yeah. Jeez. But uh, yeah, no, we, you know, it probably wouldn't be great to record drums in here. The thing I learned yeah. is when I first started recording that stuff i didn't know anything and i was mm -hmm. you know trying to research all kinds of things yeah. and finally i took it to andre to mix 
Okay. And he was like, cool, yeah, this is this sounds good. And then when Joan got the budget to do an actual recording, yeah. he, then he kind of came clean and was just like, yeah, get some drums in a studio, okay. properly recorded. And sure. at that time, we had lost Sly to, uh, to the Cajon. Yeah. The Hungarian and, um, Cajon. Yeah. And uh, so we've we've been happy to play with so many awesome drummers. We know yeah. too many. Have you been, have you done anything with Sly on the overseas front? Like, hey, send me these files, yeah. or yeah. Um, not in that way. No. But we did we did a couple tours uh, over there, and then he came back and did a recording over here. Uh, not involved with any Jane Doe stuff. Okay. But when he did come back for the recording here, I ended up booking some time and getting some more drums. Great. And that's Great. where the that's where the drum parts from uh, from Horny for a Pandemic that you were on. That's where right. they came from from that session. Okay, well, way to cue it up, Tom. Here it comes now. Horny for Pandemic.
Yeah, so that was a, let's talk about that tune. That was something that you approached me on saying, hey, I've had this this crumb of an idea kicking around and I'm trying to finish it. That seems to be the spirit of the pandemic so far, at least yeah. at least for wave one, the first wave. Yeah. It's like getting shit done. It's like, it feels like spring cleaning. Oh man, I was, a part of me was really excited. I don't know if you've Tom seen- Tom was yeah. happy. I don't know if you've seen the South Park episode, but I was Cartman big time, just like- No, I haven't. Uh, tell me about it. What, 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 what's the, uh, the gist of it? There's this. There's a pandemic special that was released a couple of weeks ago from oh, South yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, I heard so about Cartman it. Cartman just fucking loves the pandemic. He's like six feet apart. Like, <laughs> like stay away oh, from me. He doesn't okay. want to go back to school. But yeah, he's, he's really excited about it. Super stoked. And what you were too? You were excited. Oh. About- <laughs> he wasn't excited about people being. He wasn't like sick and dying. But yeah, 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 sure. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't excited about. T- all the things that he generally was about, but um, the idea of having some time to get some, to get ah. all these crumbs morphed into a full meal. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, okay. That's, that's that cool. really exciting because like, you know, like we said before we played that track, yeah. like some of these songs took way too long and that one definitely took too long. Yeah. That was one that where was Tom had been working. Like he had that song when I met him. And okay. Okay. Yeah, he wrote that song like. 10 I played years that ago. with Mike Simpson and Nick Tian in uh, Pure Finesse. And and, and, uh, and 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 it was like totally different, like um, same lyrics, or did you fine tune it to make it like a pandemic? Uh, fine tuned it. Did fine tune? Well, okay. we fine tuned it once over, and then yeah, cool. a long time ago in the before times. Yeah, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. pandemic hit, and it was wow, like. Wow, uh, wow. We got wow, to guys. change a couple of things. But yeah, it was wow. kind of like, Tom, if you don't release this song now, no one will ever want to hear this, this song. Will never yeah. be heard. Like, yeah. It has That's to cool. be now. That's cool. That's cool. Right? So, so she it's, kicked it's, my ass to be me. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a motivating factor. That's really great to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's really interesting. Just when we started this conversation, Joan, you were sort of saying like, no, it's not been good for for my output or, or I don't know. I can't remember how you were, you were, you phrased it, but. Creativity was not good, but, uh, but uh, output being productive has been good. (laughs) Say that again, the what? The creativity hasn't been good, but the um, productivity has been good. Uh Uh Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that's where I had, uh, I was reflecting on my own practice and it's just been, yeah, you're right. Like we, none of us have seen this before. Yeah. And I've not even really spoken about it on this podcast much, but I think I want to more because it's like when the thing first hit, it was all about just like, I don't know, catching your breath or or digesting it or figuring out what it was. And then I think it is going to go through different mental states in terms of processing it. I think we're going to see the good stuff. Not that uh, what we've been hearing is not great stuff coming out of it, but I think it's like more as it, teases out and maybe gets a little longer maybe like two years from now we're going to really start seeing like okay this was actually like um created during this period but we've also i feel like artists have also been feeling that pressure from the beginning too of like well out of conflict grows great art and then so many people felt so frozen like it's shocking so it's like oh my god we're supposed to create right now like i was just staring at the news for two months like i didn't do anything for two months (laughs) yeah 
yeah. just a total messed up state. So I was like, yeah. I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. So it was a yeah. bit of a mind fuck. But now, yeah, things are settling and it seems like a lot more people are happy to just work yeah. on their stuff quietly. Yeah. Which is cool. That's kind of that's kind of kind of what I'm getting at is that yeah just the the reactionary state like I think yeah it's gonna like with I think grief or any other kind of um, heavy shit that you've got to process it's just like it could tease out over a longer period and have different um, stages to it you know yeah um, exactly you know yeah and 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 how meaningful does the art need to be it seems like it needs to be like the most meaningful ever mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah and yet, yet 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 we're throwing it i was talking to to nickle about this the other day it also seems like we're throwing it into this inky void of like everyone's throwing it into the into the you know the uh, spotify canister yeah and, and where is it going right it's going into <laughs> space <laughs> it's really strange it's like shooting garbage into space. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Or yeah. really nice garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, I guess in the end, it's like we all hope that somebody becomes a fan of yeah. our thing. And so then they start digging. They find something from this era. That's what I always kind of hope. Yeah, when nice. Like, I don't know, because otherwise it's just going off in the internet. Even if you hire someone to do PR and then you get like Industry 20 articles. tactics. <laughs> industry tactics so you hire someone to do pr and what does that feel like oh i i, I mean i haven't done that in years for real I yeah good good stopped doing that good because it started to feel a little bit like that was what you should do and totally. and, and that seems prescribed and kind of full of shit in a lot of ways too not to be too negative <laughs> 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 I actually think the polyps running off with the show. It's Ooh. like it's not even me anymore. This fucking polyp in my mouth is controlling my 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 words. Oh, but man. I do get it. I get it removed in November. So oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm gonna give it to my brother as a, a early Christmas, Christmas a birthday gift. Nice. Born in December. Googly eyes on it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, look. This has been a pure joy to sit down with you and mull over all the ins and outs of the industry, including the PR, the PR shenanigans. Oh God. Yeah. No, I, I almost ended up having to sue somebody because of that. So that's a it's whole such. Thing. Yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Uh, we won't get into that. Yeah. Look, <laughs> where do you, where do you want to go with it? Where are you, what do you dream of this project? Where do you want to take it? Uh, just, I mean, I guess the last time we did spoke to somebody was like, what are your career goals? What's your business plan? It's just sort of like, if we can be playing medium sized venues and making a modest living, there you go. That would be amazing. Yeah. 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 You got this, you got this beautiful house that you're creating in now. You got the Peterborough comp, you got the compound, right? You got the compound. So, you know, we have a good place to make the music and once we're allowed to be mobile again, if it our lifestyle is enabled by us playing some music, yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, just to stay creative and and keep coming up with with ideas that we like and and want to put out. And the more confident we are with doing it ourselves, mm-hmm. the more we can uh, open it up to collaboration and find ways to make that interesting. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 
It's having a nice life. It's it's <laughs> it's really hard to think about uh, yeah. all the other things involved with regular, you, you know, band ideas in terms of touring and yeah. and everything and whatever else, financial things, anything, because all of it is so questionable. Yeah. 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 You know, you're you're staying creative on your terms and, and how we kind of look at what success looks like, you know. Um, do you see your, your patterns there, at least in Tom's creative process, changing? Like, do you want to just... What does like focus look like if, uh, you know, in, in your work, do you see your, 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 do you think you kind of alluded to it, Tom, earlier that you wanted to kind of clean up your process and make it less about spring cleaning and more about like, okay, you know, like. Well, we, so we started, we started this cover band where we're playing all these songs that we, that, you know, we grew up with that are in the style of the music that we are creating. It's called Generator Party. And, you know, we play some Rage and we play some Queens of the Stone Age and Soundgarden, Nirvana. But mm-hmm. in learning all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, you you get reminded of how good it sounds when you just have people responding to each other in a room, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. you might not have a perfectly in tune vocal, but there's going to be a whole lot more there. That's way more interesting. Um, you might not have things that you can, you know, put on a grid. <laughs> yeah. You can't have like put the delay plug in and have perfect delays ping ponging in time, but yeah. who the fuck cares? That sounds boring, you know? Uh-huh. So um, I think in relearning all that stuff, like, yeah, just remembering how good it sounds when people just play in a room. So I kind of want to make more recordings cool. that are less, you know, under a microscope and more uh, capturing a moment, you know. More, capturing, more about the vibe or the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Capturing you, four people or five people or even two yeah. or three people in a room playing at the same time. Um, I just find all that stuff way more interesting. Um, and the, the, the challenges with those limitations, yeah. um, you know, it put, I think it, you know, going into a studio, that's one thing I miss is going into a studio and feeling, yes, nerves, you know, being like, are we going to get this in time? If, are we going to be inspired enough to, yeah. to pull this off? Uh, yeah. and that's like at home, it's like, you can, it's a lot harder to put that fire under your ass, you know? That that is cool that you should say that. It's the pros and cons of like. Some people complain a lot about the pressures of like, just being under the gun, being like the studio pressures of just like, you know, m- maybe going with something that you weren't a hundred percent with, or, you know, not having that like freedom of like being naked in your parents' basement, just making <laughs> shit raw and like really having more time with it as mm. opposed to, you know, it's like such a fine balance, right? The beauty yeah. between the, the home shit that gets, that can get really weird. Mm-hmm. And then the studio shit that can be like, just like that. It's, there's so much benefit to that. Right. And where does that lie in the end yeah. of all this? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. Though. Like you do kind of miss going into the studio in a lot of ways. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all doing this now in, in yeah. a unique setup you know that's 
compromised, I think, in the end. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, the 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 cover project, um, Generator Party, what has that kind of taught you about just the way it all functions? Um you were kind of alluding to the 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 audience and they're they're like seeing really what works and like what I don't know like there's a, there's what's what's your opinion on covers in general like the, there's such a mixed bag of like I've seen it kind of go up and down in waves like yeah you know I mean personally like I love doing covers of songs that I love yeah. I really get off on it like yeah. Uh, I've had a Zeppelin cover band for years and uh, wow. I, I don't like if it's songs that I really feel it's like people are like, why don't you do that with your own music? You were doing a whole other thing. And I'm like, I don't know, oh. because like I'm a drama graduate. So I think I sort of start trying to encompass the person that I'm emulating in a way. Where, where did you go to school, Joan? I did, I wanted to get into it, but we haven't gotten there yet. But here it's uh, all upside down. <laughs> I'm a, I went to Queens University for drama. Okay. And then I also went to Humber, but for radio broadcasting. Amazing. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> a true musician on our hands. A true Indeed. musician. Just a, someone who didn't know what to do with their life. Um, right on, right on. But yeah, I, I see the performance aspect. Uh, like when I'm doing yeah. a cover song, it like takes me to a whole other place. Like I'm doing my own song. And I'm like, this is about the day I felt like I couldn't get out of the bathroom because I didn't want to talk to anybody for three hours. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not going to give me the same kind of like swagger I would if I'm doing a whole lot of love or something. And mm-hmm. I know it can be a corny thing too, but I get off on it. And I also get to do things. I get to rap. Like I get to do like Rage Against the Machine songs, which. Right, 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 right. It pushes you in different. Yeah, that's cool. Totally different ways. And I mean, I'm used to standing behind a guitar, but it's like. Yeah. Having just present yourself with just your body is a whole other challenge that right. I think until people do that, a lot of people don't even realize how weird that can feel mm-hmm. to just hold your body in in a way when you've been hiding behind an instrument for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I feel like it, it gives lots of really good performing lessons to do covers if you can do them decently if you're doing challenging covers for sure like and a lot of the songs that we've been doing like doing a sound garden song is terrifying so <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and i mean that's where you both kind of met right is the mercenaries um yeah is totally. pri- primarily covers i believe right oh yeah. yes yeah for sure so that's kind of that's special yeah it's yeah nice it, that you make time for that i think it's a it's an it's a it's an uh, of an interesting element into into what you do. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, and I agree. I think there's a lot to be learned there. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. That's cool. But yeah, a gig's a gig, but you know, amen. I mean, <laughs> but we get if we get to do another gig together because we have a cover band together. That's really yeah. great. Ah, yeah, yeah. special, special, special so, partners. So. Y- are you getting married? Is this coming up or is this not, we shouldn't talk about it. You're engaged. So that would, that would, that would, that does lead to marriage. It does. Typically we got engaged. We got engaged like four days before the world shut down. Congratulations. It's never too late. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it was almost too late. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll, we'll have a party when people are allowed to party again. Yeah. We're going to hold off until it's 
safe for everyone to be, yeah, you know, without a question in the same room because yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know, having that sort of experience is something that we want to do with a yeah. lot of friends and family. So instead of you know not having that, we'll just wait. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to do a Zoom wedding. No, <laughs> zero reason no, no, for that. No. It's like we're committed enough. We bought a yeah. house together. We have a yeah. dog. We're good. Yeah, yeah. We don't need yeah. to have a Zoom ceremony. <laughs> no need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, but thanks for making time, friends. It's really great to thanks see you and catch up with yeah. you and and have you share uh, some some deep cut tactics <laughs> here on, on the podcast. Let's end it with uh, this beautiful version of, uh, speaking of cover tunes, Mm -hmm. where did you sleep last night? What made you want to cover this tune? I mean, Uh, it's fucking awesome. Oh, thanks. I mean, Nirvana is my favorite band. So for me, the knowledge of that song came from Nirvana Unplugged. Now I know where it really comes from. It is is haunting. It is uh, creepy. Yeah. We started doing that one um, as a duo before we had very many tunes. So we kind of had to fill wow. up night and we oh, figured okay. we could do it as a duo. Yep. Um, and then it just kept evolving and we got, you know, the Cajon master himself. Is, is that team. sly on the drums? When he comes in there, that is, you feel that you feel the power. Yeah. <laughs> you feel yeah, the power. We got Jeff Heischolt on the organ. So Okay. Yes. That's, he adds the nice spooky elements. It, uh, it does. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listened to the very last minute, and dear listeners, I would urge you to the, listen to the very last second. You'll hear some of that creepy organ right at the end there, too, that really throws you. Yeah. Um, and t- is that both of you on guitars or, or what? This or one's all Tomai. Yeah, just one guitar Tomai. on there. The performances top to bottom are stunning. I'm just going to leave it at that. You guys are, it's a really beautiful thing. Um, Here it is. Crank it. Uh, This is uh, Joan Smith and the Jane Doe's with, uh, see, I didn't go to radio college, Joan. No, you didn't. I'm fucking it right up. But anyway, here it is. Love you. This is uh, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? My girl, my girl, don't Tell me where did you sleep last night? In the pines, in the pines Where the sun don't ever shine I will shiver on the whole night through My girl, my
haunting version of Where Did You Sleep Last Night? That was Joan Smith and the Jane Doe's. Thank you so much, Tom and Joan, for being on the podcast. Uh, and go to thejoansmith.com to learn everything you need to know about this wonderful band. And um, go to friendlyrich.com uh, to sound a lot like Randy Bachman right there. If you want to learn more about this podcast, subscribe to it. 
and uh, and be in touch. It really uh, is appreciated. It's nice to hear from you. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you again next week on Industry Tactics. <laughs>